Welcome to the Strong Sassy Single Mom Podcast. I'm Josie Smith. I'm a single mom of teens, personal growth junkie, entrepreneur and business owner, writer, creator, and coach. You don't have to be a single parent to get value out of this podcast, but if you are, I'm here to remind you that you're not alone in the journey. And I'm here to help you remind yourself who you are, to reclaim your identity, and grow your confidence as a parent, to help you with the strategies to manage your time, your finances, and your personal relationships, to help you rediscover yourself beyond the roles you've taken on, and to reconnect with yourself on a deeper level so you can create the life for yourself and for your family that you've always dreamed of. Because you deserve it. In this podcast, you'll find a combination of real, tangible strategies you can implement in your life, as well as the tools to help you navigate some of the deep inner work that needs to take place in order to take your identity and your life to the next level. We are digging into all of it. Are you ready? Let's do it. The message in this episode is for the high achiever, the person who has big goals and big dreams and big aspirations and who knows deep down that they were made for so much more and that their life was meant to be so much bigger than what they are currently living. And if that doesn't resonate with you, that is totally fine. You can still get value from this message, but just know that that is the message that I'm going to be sharing today. Today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that I really, really enjoy thinking about, talking about, planning. Um, And if you are like me and you love to journal, today's episode is one that you can pop out your journal and grab some pens and sit down and listen to this episode because I'm going to pose a lot of questions for you to consider and a lot of things for you to think about um, and just a lot of great things that you can take down in your journal to really go back to and be really intentional about about really thinking about and looking at in a different way than maybe you have done in the past. Um, We are about two weeks in to the new year. And what I want to talk about today is our New Year's resolutions or the New Year's intentions that you set at the end of 2022 um, to bring you into this new year and to start fresh. And I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I did not know this. before, but 60% of people set New Year's resolutions, but only 8% actually follow through on those. And so what I wanted to talk about today, just because we are still so fresh into the new year, and if you are one of those 60% who sat down and set some New Year's resolutions, um, since it's so fresh in the new year, you're probably still, you know, really working at those goals. And, but maybe you can look back in the past and think about the past years where you've set resolutions or you've set goals at the beginning of the year. And 
maybe the goals you set this year are the same exact goals you set last year and the year before and the year before. And you just never followed through on those in the past and you're committed and you're going to follow through this year and this year is going to be different. And, and what I want to do is really give you a new way to look at those goals so that you do actually follow through and you do actually get to the end of 2023 and look back and be able to say that you did the thing you said you were going to do at the beginning of the year. There's a lot of a lot of new year's resolutions or a lot of the most common new year's resolutions um tend to revolve around things like health, fitness, weight loss. Uh, a lot of people set financial goals, either to get out of debt or to save more money or to make more money. Uh, another popular resolution is to learn something new, pick up a new hobby, learn a new language, learn a new career skill, take a class or go back to school or something along those lines. Um, another common resolution is to quit something like like a bad habit like smoking is a big one um and finally a lot of people set out at the beginning of the year to spend more time with family and friends and like i said i just learned in a podcast that only eight percent of people who make resolutions actually follow through on them and so i really want I really want those of you listening who are super intentional about these goals that you've set, I want you to be equipped with the tools to actually be able to follow through and to get to the end of this next year and to be proud of yourself and to look back and know that you did what you said you were going to do. Um, and so I have a few steps that you can follow that can that can really help you make sure that Number one, that these goals that you've set are actually in alignment with the things that are important to you. And number two, that if they are, that you actually follow through on them and that you are able to, to do the things that you set out to do. So if you have your goals written out in a list or in your journal or in your head, I want you to take a minute and, and look at those goals or think about those goals. And as you do, think about a couple of things. Why is this important to you? What would it mean to you if you achieved this goal? How would you feel about yourself? What would it say about you? What would you be able to do or provide for yourself or for your family if you actually reached this goal? Think about what that would feel like. And then I want you to think about who you know who's already living this goal. Maybe it's somebody in your family. Maybe it's a friend or someone in your inner circle, or maybe even it's somebody that you look up to or admire or, you know, an influencer or a coach or anybody that you know who is living this goal. Think about that person. 
Think about the qualities that they have, the way that they live, the way they communicate. What is it about them that makes you want to reach this goal in the same way that they have? And then think about who is the person that you have to become to fully embody this goal? Like think about a version of yourself in the future who has already reached this goal. Who is that person? And is this the person you want to be? Why do you want to be her? And think beyond just this goal. Think about everything this goal represents and everything this goal will allow you to do and to become. And if you could create this person, this version of you, to be whatever, whoever you wanted, what does she look like? How does she spend her time? How does she earn money? How does she show up for her family? Who does she spend her time with? What does she do in her free time? Imagine that you are her right now and really, really feel what it feels like to be her. Feel the emotions. What is it that you feel? What attitudes? Are you at peace? Are you fired up? Think about what this person's living space looks like, what it feels like. What does her workspace look like and feel like? Now just really step into, embody her, feel what she feels, feel the energy of the space she lives in, the space she works in, Feel the relationship that she has with her kids, her family, her friends. Think about who her friends are. And don't wait to become her. Start becoming her today. When you tap into those feelings, think about ways that you can recreate those feelings at whatever scale you're at right now. Like, for example, maybe it's organizing your office in a certain way or painting your bathroom a certain color or literally anything that you can do to recreate those feelings so that you can tap into them every single day. So like, for example, if the best version of me works full-time out of this like big, spacious, beautiful home office and it's painted a certain color and it's decorated a certain way and I have certain artwork on the wall and it's just has this energy that inspires me. But my current home doesn't have space for that dream office. Maybe I can rearrange what small space I do have to make it feel more expansive or paint it the colors that make me feel inspired or pick up some artwork that inspires me or that just brings the energy to the space that, that I'm really, really wanting to feel. 
if there's a certain group of friends that this version of you surrounds herself with, find out how to meet those friends. If your current friend group does not fit that vision, find out ways that you can meet new friends, that you can expand your circle, that you can surround yourself with people who are either living this goal already or reaching for this goal in real time with you that can support you, that can motivate you, that can hold you accountable. Maybe you're the type of person that when you put on a certain pair of shoes or you carry a certain bag, that just inspires you and it makes you feel good and it gives you confidence. If you can, go buy those shoes. Go pick up that bag. Don't go into debt over it. But if you have a way to maybe save up a little bit so that you can buy that pair of shoes or buy that bag or buy that hat or buy that jacket or whatever it is that's going to make you feel like that version of yourself so that you can tap into that energy. If you can find a way to do that, do that. And when you look at the way that this version of you spends her time, how can you start to incorporate that into your every day or every week? Or how can you start working towards that? So like maybe the best, the, maybe the best version of me works out at this bougie fitness club every morning. But maybe today's version of me can't afford that gym right now, but I can start working out at maybe a less expensive gym. And maybe I can pick up one or two workout outfits that make me feel like I'm going to that bougie gym when I put them on. Something that allows me to tap into that energy, that feeling that I'm that I'm going for, even if I can't fully embody that version of myself yet. Or maybe you have this dream of like having this two hour morning routine where you get up and and you meditate and you work out and you go for a walk and you just have this ritual that you're dying to be able to incorporate into your day because you know that this is going to this is going to start your day in a way that's going to inspire you to be creative and and to get the things done that you want to get done and to just make you feel good but maybe you don't have two hours in the morning because you're still working a nine to five and you have to take kids to school and you have all of these other things that you need to do and all of these other responsibilities and you don't have two extra hours in your morning what can you do in 10 or 15 minutes Maybe you can sit down with your journal. Maybe you can have a, a meditation ritual. Maybe you can have 15 minutes of yoga, something, something from that vision that you can incorporate in a small way. And finally, this last one is one of my favorites. Um, I heard this on a podcast. I believe it was Chris Harder's podcast several years ago, um, and he talked about having a highest self day. And doing this, I like to say four times a year, like once every few months, 
And this highest self day is like, design your dream day. Like if you were living your dream life and you were doing all the things that you would be doing if you were living your dream life, working your dream job or owning your dream business, making that dream income, living the dream life, having the dream friends, what does your everyday look like? What time do you wake up? What do you do when you wake up? What do you do after that? How do you incorporate your self-care practices? How do you incorporate your job or your business? How do you incorporate your spending time with your community, like your friend circle? What does a normal everyday look like for you if you are living this dream life? And then if you are able to take a day off work when the kids are at school or at daycare, or if you have to do it on a weekend, find somebody to watch the kids and do that two hour morning routine Take your walk, meditate, do your journaling, sit down at your favorite coffee shop and read a book. Incorporate in small ways what that dream life would look like if you were living it every single day. If working out at the bougie gym is one of the things on your list, then go get a day pass to that gym. You don't have to necessarily get a full year membership. A lot of places will give you like a one day pass where you can go and use it for one day. Schedule to meet a group of high vibe friends for brunch after you go to this bougie gym or find a brunch that's already scheduled, there's events that you can find in your local area on websites like Meetup or Eventbrite or there's other ones. I can't think of them all off the top of my head, but find a local brunch event and go go to that. Meet new people. Get the massage. Get the mani-pedi. Schedule a hair appointment. Meet up with friends for dinner at a fancy restaurant that you don't get to go to all the time, but somewhere that if you were living this dream life, you would go all the time. And if you can't afford a full dinner, just have cocktails or just do appetizers or just do desserts, but get dressed up, get dressed up, meet up with the friends that, that match this energy for you. And the most important thing is to make sure that you have a plan for this day. Have a plan. Create your schedule. Don't just sleep in and miss the whole day. Set your alarm. Wake up at the time that you would wake up if you were living this dream life. And spend a day living the dream life in a way that you can incorporate right now. And try to do this at least twice a year, if not four times a year. Show yourself what this life looks like, what it feels like. 
like viscerally experience this, tap into the feelings, embrace this version of you. The reason people give up on pursuing their goals or give up on continuing to work on these New Year's resolutions is because either they don't see the results right away or because they don't believe that becoming that person is actually possible for them. By convincing yourself that you are that person, that you are already living that life, that these goals are going to provide for you, by letting ourselves experience what that feels like, that's going to fuel us, motivate us, push us to keep working on these goals and to not give up on them. It's never about the goal. It's always about the person you become as you pursue it. And one thing that I am incorporating this year that I've never done before, I've done in a different way, but this year what I'm doing is I'm sitting down at the end of every single month and I'm doing an audit. I'm doing an audit of my schedule, an audit of my goals, an audit of my mindset, an audit of my progress. I'm sitting down at the end of every month and I'm going through that entire month and I'm looking at the way I spend my time, the way I spend my money, the people I surround myself with, the things that I'm doing to reach these goals. And I'm looking at the ways that I'm actively doing this correctly and the ways I'm doing things that are pulling me further away from reaching those goals. And by doing this every month, I'm going to be able to keep track of the habits that I still have in my life that are preventing me from reaching these goals. And it's going to remind me of the things I'm doing that are working and that are pushing me towards those goals. And it's going to give me a roadmap to look towards the next month. I've done this in December for the entire year. And I've looked back over the past 12 months at the ways that I've spent my time and the things that I've done or haven't done. And while that is helpful, I also feel like in a way you're so far removed from the things more than just a couple of months prior that it's really hard to make corrections quickly enough to be able to make a difference. And so that's why this year I'm committed to doing this every single month instead of waiting until the end of the year. So I'm being very intentional about writing every single thing in my planner and in my journal. And when I schedule something, I'm writing it down. And when I spend time with certain people, I'm writing it down. Even if it seems insignificant or like I'm not going to forget it, I'm writing it down so that at the end of the month, I can look back 
over every day, every week, the things I've done, the things I've canceled, the things I've committed to that maybe I haven't followed through on, or the things that I wanted to do that I didn't. And I'm keeping track of the way I spend my money, where my money's going, the things that I am spending money on that aren't helping me reach my goals and the things I'm spending money on that are, and the things that I want to be able to spend money on that maybe I chose not to so that I can plan better for the future months. These are the things that are going to make these goals reachable. These are the things that are going to motivate you to keep moving forward when you hit the roadblocks, feeling all the things. This is what's going to convince you that your dreams are possible because the goal is never just about the goal. It's about everything you gain in reaching the goal. And most importantly, it's about the person you become as you actively pursue that goal. Thanks for tuning in to the Strong Sassy Single Mom podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, share it with a friend or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And be sure to tag me so I can share you in my stories too. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. As always, it's been an honor to have this conversation with you today. And until next time, you got this.